Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 84th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're talking all about the Us movie and what it's all about. But before we dive deep into this really exciting subject, a couple of questions to ask you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, or even by email? If not, please go to WokenFree.com and and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe away. Next, have you shared an episode with friends or family? If you are a big fan of the Us movie, then this is definitely the episode to share. Not to mention all the other episodes we have on the website. So please go to WokenFree.com and share, share away. Next, if you are interested in talking to us on social media, we're super active. If you have breaking news, if you have episode ideas or collaboration ideas, Always feel free to find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even YouTube at Woken Free. And then lastly, have you reviewed the show? If you're interested in giving us a review and your deeper thoughts on what we're doing and what this platform is all about, please pick your platform of choice to review the show on iTunes, on TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, or any of the other platforms by picking your platform at WokenFree.com. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared, what's your guilty pleasure when it comes to food? This week, we're sharing, would you rather be stuck in an elevator or on a ski lift? Clearly asking, like, the important questions of life. Yep. (laughs) So, uh... This is a super general question. For sure, for sure. Uh, for me, uh, I don't really like heights. Uh, that's not a fear that I have dedicated time in conquering yet. So I guess I would say for me, I would prefer to not see how high in the sky I am. So I would go with the elevator, but what's your choice? At first I thought the ski lift cause you'd have the open air and it'd be mm. easier to breathe. But then I really thought about it and I, I said the elevator because at least when you see in the movies, there's like hatches that you can escape and get out of and you can maybe get to the next floor. But on the ski lift, it's like a long way down. So True. I think I'd rather be in the elevator because I'll give the rescuers an easier chance of getting to me. Mm. I mean, the only the biggest problem in the elevator is you don't want the cable to like snap or something and you fall down to your death. Yep. <laughs> that could be an issue. Or if you're claustrophobic. I'm not claustrophobic, so I don't care about that. But maybe if it gets really hot in there and stuff. But I think the elevator is the better. It's the It's a safer bet than the ski lift. The ski lift, you really don't know. Your chances of survival, if you like fall, yep. you're done deal. So absolutely, with the elevator, you have a little bit better chance of getting out of it quicker and safer without any damage. It's ironic that you actually uh, posed that question because I was just watching, rewatching an old episode of Fringe, and there was a bunch of people who were in an elevator who and who well, technically they died not by the elevator fall, but they were like electrocuted because of. Uh, Someone who had some weird, like, electromagnetic abilities or whatever. But I just thought that was interesting since I just watched, like, eight people die in an elevator. And I was like, (laughs) oh, fun times, guys. But They uh, wouldn't have died in the ski lift. They would have just jumped off on their skis and kept skiing away. They would have had to do some type (laughs) of interesting stunt or something. Uh, The other reason I would say elevator also is just I'm not a fan of the cold air. And it just seems like you could just, like, get hypothermia out in the ski lift. It just seems bad. 
Yeah. And I don't know if the ski lift has a way that you can actually talk to the first responders or anything. I don't believe so. Like, they so. don't have that intercom no. system going on. I think no. it's just a bench and That's you're in the air. That's a good business idea, though. Mm. Yeah. If they don't have that, yeah, you can do that. There you go, guys. All right. Well, we've got to mention this before even jumping into the questions, just so people know. But spoiler alerts ahead, people. This you, <laughs> Hopefully you've seen the movie because we're going to discuss things that will give away certain elements of the movie. The <laughs> That's why, kabam. spoiler alerts, because we want to just talk freely about it. We won't, don't want to limit ourselves for people who haven't been up on the movie game, because you should have seen this by now. And if you haven't, mm-hmm. go see it first, then come back to this episode, and then you'll be ready to listen to what we think about it. Absolutely. And we're going to ask our first question, what is the Us movie all about? So, guys, if you really want a detailed breakdown, you and me can we can go through this on Wikipedia and all links that we refer to. Of course, guys, you can find on WokenFree.com in the episode. So, Wikipedia tells all the business of the movie. It first off starts by saying, in 1986, woo-woo, young Adelaide Thomas goes on vacation with her parents in Santa Cruz in California. At the beach, Adelaide wanders off and enters a fun house. Where it says find, I mean, this doesn't say that, but in the movie, I think what does find yourself, right? Find yourself. Find yourself is stated on the outside of it. And there she encounters a doppelganger of herself in the Hall of Mirrors. Adelaide looks horrified and the scene cuts to black. Adelaide is later reunited with her parents, although unable to speak, her parents take her to see a therapist because of presumed emotional trauma, who instructs them to encourage Adelaide to draw, sing, or dance to express her emotions. Then cut to the present day she's now an adult and she's heading to her family's beach house in santa cruz with her husband gabe wilson their children zora and jason adelaide remembering the traumatic incident from her youth is apprehensive about the trip gabe the husband is eager to impress their rich white friends this is from uh wikipedia uh, <laughs> fyi yeah they're calling out the race racial identifier there i don't know about that one yeah uh their rich white friends josh and kitty tyler who purchases a boat and brushes off adelaide's concerns at the beach, Jason sees a man in a red jumpsuit standing alone with blood dripping from his hands. He does not tell his family about the man. That night, a strange family of four appears, attacks the Wilsons, and breaks into the home. The Wilsons realize that the four intruders are the doppelgangers of themselves, which is led by Adelaide's double red. Each of them are wearing the same jumpsuit as the man on the beach, and Jason's doppelganger, Pluto, is wearing a white skin-tight mask. Red, the only doppelganger who speaks, which is Adelaide's doppelganger, she tells the Wilsons the story of a girl who lives a happy life while her shadow suffers. The shadow is denied any love or companionship and is forced to eat a raw rabbit every time the girl eats. The shadow ends up hating the girl and vows revenge. Deep, guys. The family is then separated by their opposites. Red makes Adelaide handcuff herself to a table. Zora is pursued by Ombre. Gabe is dragged onto the boat by Abraham. And Jason is sent to play, in quotes, guys, with Pluto in the closet. While chasing Zora, Ombre is interrupted by an investigating neighbor whom she stabs with scissors. The distraction allows Zora to escape. Gabe is able to kill Abraham with his boat intermittently malfunctioning motor, (laughs) while Jason discovers that Pluto mirrors his actions almost exactly. He's able to distract Pluto with the magic trick and lock him in a closet. 
Red is drawn to Pluto's cries, allowing Adelaide time to break free. The family regroups and escapes on Gabe's misfunctioning boat. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Meanwhile, the Tylers are murdered, the white rich family, are murdered (laughs) by their doubles. The Wilsons arrive and realize the same thing has happened to the Tylers. They kill the Tylers' doubles and turn on the news to see that millions of doppelgangers who call themselves the Tethered have been murdering their original counterparts throughout the United States. The doppelgangers subsequently join hands together to form a massive human chain with the newscasters speculate is a form of protest. The Wilsons drive away in the Tyler's car until they are attacked by Umbre, who is killed after being launched into a tree. As day breaks, the Wilsons arrive at the Santa Cruz boardwalk where they find their own abandoned wagon on fire. Pluto has set a trap to kill the Wilsons by lighting a gasoline trail to the Tyler's car. Jason, remembering that Pluto mirrors his every move, walks backward. Pluto follows, walking backwards into the flames and is then killed. While the Wilsons are transfixed by Pluto's self-immolation, Red reappears and then abducts Jason. While Zora and Gabe recuperate in an abandoned ambulance, Adelaide returns to the boardwalk, funhouse, and walks through a secret tunnel in the Hall of Mirrors. This leads to an underground facility overrun by rabbits, where... (laughs) This is crazy. Yes, tricks are for kids. Uh, (laughs) Where Adelaide finds Red. Red states that the tethered were clones of the U.S. population created by the government in an attempt to control the public. But the experiment failed and the tethered were abandoned underground for generations, trapped beneath the surface, doing nothing but forced to mimic the actions of their above-ground counterparts until Red organized them to escape as a form of revenge. The two fight and Adelaide manages to kill Red and rescue Jason. When the family leaves town, Adelaide thinks back to the night she first met Red in the funhouse. It is revealed that Red strangled Adelaide and dragged her into the facility, chaining the real Adelaide to a bed in the facility and went out to take her place in her life, meaning Red is the original Adelaide. Jason watches her apprehensively before covering his face with his mask. As the family drives off, helicopters watch the tethered joining hands across the United States. Right. Booyah! Well, yeah, you pretty much gave away the whole movie there. The whole kabam that's on Wikipedia. That's definitely a spoiler there. I mean, yeah. that's the, that is the whole movie just like in even details and telling you certain scenes mm-hmm. that are interesting I mean, there's still some things that you still have to see. Yeah, there's some other stuff, but... That's the whole kabam. Good job, Wikipedia. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I could wrap that all up in one sentence. Uh-huh. And, my summary for the movie is it's a surf on the surface it's actually a family terrorized by their clones. Good job, writer. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's about. It's about the clones coming after the family. Other deeper meetings. That's, though, too. that's the yeah, plot, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. That is no, the, yeah, that the is plot. The is <laughs> uh, some of the in plot. California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be anywhere, but yeah, you could say it's California. Yeah, I mean, that's there. Well, you go. the family we're seeing is in California, but technically, it's happening everywhere in the United States. So. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. That's why. Yeah, I mean, it's the the clones are out. They're coming to kill you. Get ready for it. Hell of a movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say then are the hidden messages in the movie? I think one that I thought about was actually one of privilege, I thought. And mm-hmm. that's because if you look at the surface people, they were able to be like conscious about the choices that they made in their lives and the things they did. Mm. And the clones actually had to kind of mimic what their the surface people were doing. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have the privilege that the top people had. And 
I know I saw some other stuff about us being a symbolism for U.S. as in United, United States. States. Yep. And United States is definitely a Land nation of, of privilege. privileges and people <laughs> using their privilege for different benefits. And I think that this movie was kind of, it was trying to speak to that as, as one of the messages in the movie. Mm. And it, I, I think it came across pretty clear to me. I mean, you mm-hmm. saw that. You saw that duplicity and the duality between the surface people and the clones below. Mm, absolutely okay so for me you know i always have a long list Uh, (laughs) you're nuts (laughs) let's go through it so first duplicity for sure right there is but i saw it as you know yes the in the movie they're clones the tethered are the clones of the uh above ground people but in life you know are we one-sided no we sometimes have one face that we show at work one face that we show to family one face that we show in the street that we are walking we all have multiple personalities so i thought you know the, you this movie the idea of personalities and you know who are you really and then also how adelaide wasn't really the real adelaide and we didn't even know that throughout the Couldn't entire tell, yeah. film like so you know it's interesting you know who we think people are could totally not be who they are so that was an interesting theme that's true uh darkness you know yes there were tethered people but i think that was symbolism to say you know we all have an inner darkness or inner dark abilities that we could could uh display or and or do display in this world as as we see people being chopped up and put in bags and (laughs) uh people doing horrible things so i think there was a message of darkness and what human beings are truly capable of which is you know to kill another human is you know one of the most egregious acts one can commit so that was interesting uh also anarchy i think for me by watching that movie i think it showed the idea that we are all much closer to the breakdown of our society than we actually think we are and it could just take one night of like like the movie purge if you guys are familiar with that you know just people losing their minds their rabid ass minds (laughs) and going in (laughs) and just saying all right, here we go. I'm here. I'm ready. And and what would that mean <laughs> if people just decided to do that? I think we're closer to anarchy than people want to think we are. And uh, But, you know, maybe they do because of our current political status. But, you know, I don't know. And yeah. then uh, I talk about also the fact that we'd... So also what I thought is interesting is as the audience, we didn't know who Adelaide was, but Gabe didn't know who the hell he was married to. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that that was really interesting that we don't know each other in our own family units. Super creepy, super scary, <laughs> right? That you don't know who your wife is. And he had and the children. He had these had children, children with her. With her. <laughs> living like, a life with her. He didn't know who she was. Didn't know. He didn't that, know her past or anything. Yeah, he obviously was wasn't like, asking oh, critical questions, okay. guys. Okay, now I learned new things about you. Because if he had asked her critical questions, she couldn't have faked everything. So that's creepy. Uh, there's also the, the, I thought, the image of being strength uni- un- unification because Adelaide was really only able to survive that night of horror because her family uh, helped her in different parts of the movie. You saw the kids helping to, to save her or Gabe helping to save them. So, you know, people are stronger together. I thought that was a message. And then another last message I would say would be you can't run from your past. So Adelaide was scared to go back to the beach. You think that was hidden, though? That's a I mean, message. That seemed like obvious. It's, I'm, she well, went right back to it. I would say it's it. a deeper <laughs> message, right? It's a deeper message of the that your past. Yeah, she literally if you went have back to her past. Things, she, yeah, she literally went will, to where she was born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she and that, right like, back to that. If you don't deal with what you your unresolved things, that it will your past will be your present and your future. So 
I thought that that was another message there. All right. Now, what were common misunderstandings that people had with this movie that explained most of the things to the audience? So, the true Adelaide, I think that people probably were like, what? Uh, uh, you know, because even in some of the scenes, it wasn't really clear. You, I don't want to talk all about that, but like really? how they were, I mean, you can, like when they were fighting, right? And they were yeah. making weird noises, Adelaide and Red. Like, yeah, at that, that point, was interesting. That's when I was like wondering. That, yeah. At that point, I said, wait a minute, who's who? Because mm-hmm. she was making some of those sounds that only the mistaken can make. Yeah, I think also there's a confusion as to like why were these doppelgang- doppelgangers? Because I don't think the really the movie really went deep enough into like wh- how did the science project start? Who started it? Yeah, why did they want to do yeah. it? Uh, you know, and then also the general meaning of the film. I think that people because Jordan Peele did such a wonderful job with Get Out, they were just I think people were just assuming that this was going to be in the world of Get Out, but like it's not. But so then what's the is is privilege the under lining theme for both of them i definitely agree that would be the case yeah, but I think so. you know you know it'd be interesting so th- those are what some of the things i thought you are now listening to woken free woken free woken free woken free woken free the podcast that keeps it real and honest i mean like i i can even understand why there were misunderstandings with this movies because i've seen other movies where you don't get any words in the beginning that tell you anything that's going on because mm. there was hints at underground tunnels and possible experiments that people couldn't explain. Mm-hmm. Adelaide or not or Red actually explained the story mm-hmm. to the family in the beginning. Yeah. Like that doesn't always happen in movies. Like yeah. I, I think nowadays people want things to be spoon fed to them. Or the rabbits. They didn't <laughs> explain that. Why did they have to eat rabbits? Why was rabbits? Yeah, no rabbits. So was that kind wasn't of, explained. That, yeah. yeah, there were certain things not explained, but certain things were. I mean, yeah. to me, the main plot was kind of there. It was like. She she told them where where they came from. Like she literally said that she didn't make it obscure or anything and just make sounds like oh ah, ee, ah. like she was talking Ooh. in English. So yes, I, yes, yes. to me I don't know. Like unless you don't believe what she was saying, that's another. I mean, then you're getting deep. Like was she really saying the truth or was she lying? I mean that that's I mean, the, that could always that's, be asked. Yeah. That's the only way I could say oh I didn't understand it because I didn't believe what the doppelganger said. I mean that's the only way, but. She literally was explaining where they came from. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the movie, we were they were doing flashbacks and stuff and showing us what went on. The movie didn't actually show us like fake scenes too, because I know sometimes movies try to really Fake mislead you. you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, this didn't do that. So the, the misunderstandings were a little bit interesting to me. I, I can't say that they made the most sense, but... That's but I, I felt say. like we should talk about it just because yeah there were misunderstandings people, like I so guess. when we when the when it came out opening weekend that's all I kept seeing people saying what's us all about what are we what is Jordan Peele doing what is he talking about <laughs> it's and like it let's see over and over and over again if you could it would be like let's go to red scene let's listen to what she says this is what red has to say to and this 10. is what the movie's about <laughs> <laughs> she know. literally explains it all to you. <laughs> I mean, that, that to me, it was the giveaway. But it's kind of like, I think this actually circles back to our previous episode about are people reading enough? A. What do you have to read? You, she well, was talking. Well, if you can't read, you couldn't have read that <laughs> you could just listen. sign in the, fir- the first. That just helped. That opened you up. So yeah. even if I didn't hear that thing about the beginning, about the tunnels and that yeah. there's unexplained things that happened and why these tunnels existed, I would have heard Red explain that. We were the tethered people, and we were underground, and we had to follow and live the life that you live, and not choose also, as you chose. And they showed that scenes. People watching the Literally said that are also good active listeners. Like sometimes oh, 
know, maybe. I mean, he zoned and out. Go in and out. You're like, ooh, this is and, a crazy yeah, clone, and, and, people, and she's scary. I just mean, like Rocky said in, I, uh, I think, what Creed, you know, when you're talking, it means you're not listening. So a lot of people, and you might be this person, and you should shame yourself because if you go to the movie theater and all you want to do is talk to your friend and, oh my God, did you see this? You're not listening because you're too busy talking. So you're like, oh my God, she has scissors. They're yeah, golden. And then you're missing what she's saying, and then you're like, totally now. lost. So. Uh, just note to self, that is a pet peeve of many people, Maybe. including me, when I it. hear a bunch of nonsense in the theater. Yeah. Stay home if you can't keep your mouth shut. Well, like, if, yeah, <laughs> if you're being too much of a big critic and like making all these yeah. comments, then you could miss what she's like Absolutely. explaining about the story. Absolutely. She's explaining the meat and potatoes of the story right there. I mean, so. yeah, this is definitely a movie you want to listen, you want to pay, you're to open up your eyes, open up your ears, as they like to say. So Yeah, I mean, the, uh, to me, the movie gives, gives you the parts where it wants you to react. Like, yeah. it, it gives you that little delay and it's like waiting and like... Yeah, you react, and then it goes on, and it's like, wait, I'm going to explain something to you. Like, listen up. Oh, and just in case <laughs> we didn't clear. say it, but the Adelaide what? and her family, they're a black family. So that the, thus the contrast with their white friends. I don't think it, what, Wikipedia said that in the subway. So, uh, and, no, they don't say that. And no. that was, uh, and I felt like as a person of color, it was really cool to see a horror film surrounding a black family. I don't think I've ever seen that. So that was... You've seen it, but not in the same vein. You've yeah, seen Tales a, from the Hood. Yeah, but not in the stuff. same vein and that yeah. like bravo jordan peele for being revolutionary and yeah, yeah, <laughs> showing people of nice. color in a in a genre like this because <laughs> it's like it's funny though it's, it's nice that we're seeing a uh, black family be terrorized <laughs> but i mean yeah i mean it's, it's a little funny. it's a little messed no, but up but <laughs> it's good just to see us on film acting. we have to see yeah if you, you gotta go beyond so. it's a horror film go and look these are actors yeah absolutely and, and like it was really acted well that's one thing that oh command. yeah bravo to lupita nyong'o she is bomb. Like, she, her performance was fire, guys. Like, fire. So, definitely Oscar-worthy. If she doesn't get an Oscar, I'm smashing my television. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna be so angry, but... Well, was there anything you wanted to see in the movie that wasn't there? Yeah, so I, you know, I'm 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 not necessarily as big of a science nerd as you are per se, but I would have been <laughs> interested in just seeing a bit more of the cloning process itself because they talked about in the movie, spoiler alert, that you when cloning, they could only you can't so the spirit can't be split. They were saying something about that. That's why they were tethered. So uh, they were connected. Yeah, that's yeah. why they were connected. You could you can clone the body, but you can't split the spirit. And that's an interesting idea. And I would have liked to see the science around that. I would have also liked to see some of the doctors. And again, why the bunny rabbits? What's up with that? Like, <laughs> why was that? The I know meat, this gave potatoes. Or, yeah, you know, like potatoes and nuts. Maybe or like yeah, it could have been. <laughs> Potato I mean, nut it could have been mac and cheese diet. I mean, like why tofu? I mean, yeah, like, you can deal so with tofu. I was, I, I was interested in, in seeing Bunnies more of the hard. science. Also, how did those caves come to be? When were they built? Were they built in the 1800s? Were they built in the 1900s? Well, that I would have liked you... a little bit more history as well. Uh, all right, I mean, you want to you wanted to know about the, the context? Yeah, the, the tunnels too. I mean, man, that now the tunnels that's asking. I well, you know what? I would have liked just a quick scenes of just like the building they, of them, or they even, I mean, they, like locking the doors. They, they at least hinted that there are tunnels that exist but in the why? United States, and where they don't know they? why they're unexplained. See, they they do tell someone you someone knows though. <laughs> so who's that person? I mean, of course there are, but people die when they built a tunnel yeah. too, or they said. Or I would have even liked that the last known person involved in these projects All died right. in nineteen two. 1902 like years some type of wow. context it would have wow. i don't know it, it just solidifies things for me 
the lawyer in me just wants to know. Because some just... of that stuff would not even be available like that. I know, really I know. They I could go behind the science know. and make whatever they have want, but they want. I guess they he wanted to be careful with well, years you know and is? stuff. It's kind of like you know, for me at least, with like the Hunger Games. Like I appreciated how much story and behind the scenes was shared with like how did we get the districts? Why did we have the districts? How did the districts look? Like I think context for film is really important, and it it solidifies the story more with you, and it makes it more real and tangible. But you know, that's right. my perspective. How about you? I think the most important thing I wanted to know was how did they keep that electricity running once the experiment was done? Did I not say you were a science nerd? <laughs> <laughs> How's that a science nerd? That's actually just a... From said, a are they using solar energy here? <laughs> it's just practicality. Who's powering this? Because I would look at my bills. All right, let's say if I'm the carnival and I'm saying, wait, why are we spending this much money? We shut down all of our lights. Where was all this money being run up from Maybe or electricity's off lights, See, that, that, that to me is like a technically that's a plot hole like people would realize wait why are we Who's using this a bunch this of electricity yeah. technically that's just a straight up plot hole yeah that, that wasn't explained so i would like to know how they got over running this whole underground facility and nobody knew because realistically that's gotta go somewhere more bunnies in there because they have to they started growing bunnies yeah that's what i'm saying that that's there's tofu would have been easier yeah there's like practical (laughs) like logistical things that needed to be answered yeah tofu would be a lot easier and then also like really no one in the carnival above the tunnel would have like no this is a hidden place it's not easy to get into that they have to let you into that it's not it's definitely not easy to get i i can go for it's a hidden thing and it's hard to get to i I can because guess what even people that wander they can kill them and eat them and they go crazy. missing but they, they, i don't they didn't go into that but yeah it can get rough if somebody stumbles onto it because you got to kill them make sure they didn't have any family who's gonna like wonder what happened to them but it was the crazy. 80s right so that's where it gets kind of strange True. Yeah. 86, yeah. what did you learn from the us movie so ultimately in addition to some of the deeper meanings that we talked about earlier in the episode i would say the key that I really took away from this movie is that we need as people a deeper analysis of our lives, the way that we're living our lives and what are the unresolved issues we have in our personal lives as well as in our society. I think this movie was a beautiful, horrible, scary uh, depiction of that, (laughs) that we have a lot of unresolved issues like unresolved tunnels and unknown things happening. Unresolved tunnels. And like, is it possible to, to clone people and if so are they coming to kill us soon like there's just like it's like just creepy and i just think that we need to like ask critical questions of people in power we need to understand who are what are the people in power making decisions to do and i think like we're more on that now at least it seems like in media that people are demanding questions and are like no i mean they're they're harping on like tax reports and stuff like that but i'm 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 more curious yeah like tax returns yeah but i'm more like like, are we secretly, like, growing people in the ground? Like, I wanted to know, like, stuff like that. But just being more critical. I think that that, to me, was, would, would be key just to take away from this. But how about you? All right. I think we both forgot to mention sometimes dead is better. Ah, Pet Cemetery reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the wrong movie, then. Word. <laughs> But that, what okay. were you suggesting? Adelaide be dead or Red be dead? <laughs> I just, I mean, it would be easier if, if your clones were dead, but I guess not. I mean, maybe Creepy they should be alive. <laughs> that's what, it makes me think of that. Though, I love that Because line. then you don't Sometimes have to worry about dead that. Is better. Yeah, see, maybe that's easier if your clone just, oh, guess why? Because look at this. When they stopped the experiment, they thought the clones should just all die. 
I guess. That's what the the whoever started the experiment. See, then, maybe they well, thought that clones would die because, off, and that's why they thought you killed, sometimes you dead is the, better. The people above would it automatically kill the tethered? See, that would be interesting. They didn't too. go into that. I know. That's just up to interpretation. Yeah. Is that's got to be up to interpretation. No one could know for that's sure. That's a great line. Sometimes death is better. <laughs> that, I just yeah, that, that's one thing I, I love think that of. Line. Yeah. And then another thing we saw is at the end is that. And I mean, they talked about it in the beginning, they were building us up to it was that this movement of bonding people across a nation. And what ha- actually happened is the bonding actually turned into kind of anarchy. Mm. And they showed it in the beginning as the Hands Across America, this movement mm-hmm. for some type of charity or something. It was a real thing, actually, mm. too. But in the movie, it was used in a different way because the tethered bonded together to take Murder. over yeah. the the top people. So... I thought that was interesting is that you can take something good and turn it, and into, turn evil. it into yeah evil, but anarchy, see, whatever you want to call it. Maybe that's that also, maybe that was thing. also a symbol of like, you know, the, 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 the downtrodden and the, the people who are run over and literally beneath rise others up. will always rise up. That so maybe that's I another. I shall rise. Yeah. I still like rise. Us, that thing. we maybe. all matter. Right. Yeah. And so maybe that's. Maybe it's that too. Yeah. Maybe you know, it was that their you time. Can't, you can't they keep were people treated down like nothing. forever. You like, know what's messed up though? <laughs> here's the messed up thing. The the people above didn't even know about them. I know, and that's and so, <laughs> but but like I tell talk? you sometimes in we law, talk? right? Like that uh, ignorance is not bliss. <laughs> that if there was a way, if there was constructive up. notice for us to figure out as a society that we had this whole tethered population, then shame on us. And we do have to get stabbed with scissors. I mean, it is what it is. Like because somebody above ground knew that they were down there, but just because those ten people didn't tell the rest of society doesn't mean the society is not going to bear the 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 punishment and the retribution that is owed them i mean yeah but yeah you cannot keep people down forever that's true people will rise so yeah mm. and then the last thing i think i learned was that some people are just as soft as sweet potato pie you're talking crap about me <laughs> which is a shame i learned I love that because he's I learned that. from black Panther. that was a, yeah but Umbaku. don't even mention the same name as in gabe they're in different gabe, sentences yeah that was a real different like acting switch for him that was he such was, a sweet man there yeah because <laughs> as Umbaku, he was like badass. he was so soft i didn't yeah. i didn't know that existed so this but movie taught like, me about that Ooh take my wallet yeah like he said i'll give you everything i have just leave us alone i know i didn't know what he was doing i I was was like wow where did that come from all right i didn't know you know how to surrender real quick bravo to the whole team bravo to jordan peele i just can't wait for the next one can't wait for his uh the what's the Oh gosh, what's what? the, the he's doing the it's like a You know what's coming on after the, this? I don't Twilight know. Twilight Zone, he's doing a re reboot or something like he's, that. He's he's directing he's Twilight doing, Zone? He's doing a new thing. I think it's so. It's a that's a series. Now. I think he's doing a series oh, right. about that. Oh, well he's now. involved so in that. Okay. I know they're like doing a reboot. I didn't know he's involved in yeah, it. All right. So just bravo Jordan Peele. Keep doing know. what you're doing, sir. We applaud you. All right. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario 1. Brandy is afraid of horror films, but her friend, who is a big Jordan Peele fan, really wants her to see the film with her. Should Brandy get over her fear and enjoy the current craze of the film industry? Mm, 
interesting. So this is a question of you versus others. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. So I, guess. I so in life, especially now more than ever, you and me have been having interesting conversations in life. And uh, I would say that ultimately, when you're living your life, you have to figure out what can you live with. Can you live with making decisions for others to your own? Uh, uh, benefit or not benefit or do you do you choose you or do you choose others in your life i think uh if you are a practitioner of the secret if you're a practitioner of the law of attraction that you have to choose you because at least with you you are living intuitively in line with what you want if you choose for others you, there's going to be a consequence and most likely it's not going to yield what you want because it's not your decision so if Brandy is at this juncture in her life, not interested in, in overcoming her fear of horror films, then she respectfully should decline the invitation to attend. Uh, wow. <laughs> if she okay. is interested in overcoming her fear, then she should go with her friend and get scared and not sleep for two nights. So that's, that's where I, so it's, it's going to depend on what Brandy's willing to do at this juncture in her life. All right. Well, for me, I, I just think she needs to get over her fear because if the tether do come, she's done for because she can't even handle a horror film. Wow. It's like, get over That's your fears. That's you went with that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because what if it did come? What if any apocalypse came to be and she can't even get over a fear of a horror film? Like, I'm sorry. I know people, there's people that are scared of horror films, but if anything really went down and you're scared of films, I mean, maybe you say, oh, that's a film. But when it comes to real life, I'm going to be able to deal with the situation. I don't know. You need to be able to deal with a horror film because that to me is like an easy thing to overcome. That's just me though. I mean, mm. I, I just, I see it as you need to get over that fear because that's one of the easiest fears to get over. There's other fears that are like right in your face. It's physical. It's like affronting you currently, but a horror film, come on now. This is this moving images on a screen, moving, it's pixels. It's made up of little tiny dots of colors. It's not real. Sometimes I wonder if you're the Jamaican one, because that was real rough and tough of an answer, Khalil. You said, get over it. It is not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you need to, because there's real situations that come up in life, and we don't need you cowering in a corner when we need your help right here. Well, Woken That's Free Nation, up. you heard it here. If get you're scared horror of horror films, Khalil says, suck it. <laughs> but I'm only saying, if, if your friend invited you, just go and see it and get over your fear. Just see it, and then you don't have to keep doing it. If you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to like it, but don't be just. I can't see it because I'm gonna die. You just don't want people to be petrified. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna die from it. Just go see it, and then you I mean, never have to go see it again. It's my favorite genre of film, so I and you're scared of it. And I look. want. Oh, I'm terrified. Yeah, see, every I, you can film, see it, but I'm then anybody should really see a it. Sadist. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> that's <laughs> something else, then. Yeah, that's a different episode. I keep uh, torturing myself. This isn't the fetish but episode. There's in the on the, in the episode uh, on WokenFree.com. There is an infographic that shows why do people see horror films. So please take a look at that. And it's linked to the original link for where you can access that. So, you know, that's where we're at with it. Rough and tough. Uh, yeah, that's from me. Scenario two. Jaronel is a ch young child who went to the beach with his parents. While his parents were looking away, he wandered towards a house of mirrors with an inviting pyramid symbol in the logo. Should he enter the house of mirrors since it looks so inviting? Or should he go find his parents? Of course, he should go and enter the, the pyramid place, the place with the pyramid, and go and get kidnapped or raped or died. Yep, excellent. Sounds like a plan. Or just go and see himself and walk out and say so that was boring. my whole thing is, why are children <laughs> so empowered to go and go and do things where they know they can't even take care of themselves? Because you don't know what's In a house of these... mirrors? Yes. How, I've never thought of house of mirrors as dangerous. Listen here. 
Uh, That's just me, though. If my future child listens to this, I will snatch you in half <laughs> if you wander off anywhere. Do not wander we off wander. anywhere. Just go and get your parents and bring them to this place and say, hey, mom and dad, I want to go through this. Go with someone who can physically defend you because you, whatever you, Jay, is, you cannot defend yourself. You're a young child. Don't go and wander off. Children listening, do not wander off anywhere in the world. <laughs> I'm tired of that. So well, tired. yeah, I I agree. He should just <laughs> get he, his parents. He needs to go get his parents, and they should come in with him because they crazy. How how come he's having all this fun on his own? That's unfair to the parents. That's what you're thinking about. Yep. <laughs> Smart. He's going in now. Some mirrors is like, hey, the parents want to get having in on too this much action. Fun in life, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They see that pyramid. They know they want to go in there too and get find out what's popping. You're a lunatic. What's popping in the mirror in the mirror <laughs> of pyramids? I don't know. Like that doesn't make sense. He's just Word. being selfish right there. Exactly. Yep. Share the fun. Mm-hmm. Snapchat does not count. <laughs> That's what I say. Scenario three: Lisa awoke in terror to find her doppelganger trying to strangle her in her sleep. She's not sure if she is really awake or asleep, but she is anti-violence. Should she struggle against her foe or try and talk this nemesis out of it? Now that's a really insane, crazy question. Good job, <laughs> sir. Good job. Oh, was that okay? Good. Let's uh, end on that note. Wowzers. <laughs> So you said she awakes in terror, but she is vehemently against violence. (laughs) (laughs) Should she talk to this fictional character on top of her out of harming her? Well, she doesn't even know if it's fictional. She doesn't know if she's asleep or awake. See, that's the element of surprise. Does she have medication she can take? (laughs) To clarify that question for herself? I don't think this is the best timing to take medicine. I'll say that. Uh, Lisa, if you awake to see your doppelganger, I suggest you get up and run (laughs) (laughs) instead of trying while you're strangled. Kick the you're a powerful person. Oh, kick! Oh, yes, violence. Yeah, because one has to defend your. Well, what's your life worth to you? I mean, (laughs) I I, I'm not sure. For for me, her life is worth a lot, but she's very anti-violence. Well, I guess if she's willing to die for herself, then good for her. She wants to tell people Uh, their business. Well, you can't if you're being strangled. So <laughs> you have to decide. Should she try to grab Do her you phone? Do strangle and... in silence or just fight and live? But could she not grab her phone, write a text message, and show it to the doppelganger? We can talk this out. I don't even know what to say to you right now. <laughs> you have lost it. I'm trying to help you, you with anti-violence. You lost it. No, because you I'm know Jamaican, that's true. I'm Jamaican, and so sometimes violence is the, the only The best choice. answer? Yes, yes. Sometimes violence is the only answer. I can't believe you. And so you have to fight for your life. You only have one life to live. Don't let your fictional doppelganger kill you. <laughs> that's what I say. I would kick whatever I thought was on top of me and get out and run and hopefully uh, awaken to see that I was just losing my mind in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) You do it all that. And not have to call the police to then be escorted to the psych ward. Smart. (laughs) To tell them what I thought had happened. All right. Well, you're you're just breaking her vow of anti-violence. Yes. Fight for your life. Always. All right. To me, she needs to learn sign language in this moment and just sign it out to her nemesis. Get off of me. You're, I'd like to talk about I'm this. I'm gonna cuss you out. No, you can't. I'm gonna cuss you no, out because so bad. you gotta not, you gotta you gotta stick to your She's vows. She's going to learn sign language as being <laughs> strangled. Yeah, there's something that you love to say. Google it. I don't know how to do that. I'll Google it. I don't know if you're joking or if you've been smoking. <laughs> <laughs>
But you need to find no. your rabbit ass mind. <laughs> come on now. Quickly. No, come on now, please. Come on. I gave you a good answer, too. I gave you good. There's a, so she has two oh. good choices here. She's good, two good choices that we presented. Fight for your life, always. Always fight for your life, Woken Free Nation. Fight for you. You're worth it every single time. Well, you make the decision, guys. You decide on your you own. You decide and tell us in the comments. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We are at that time again. It is coming at the end of our 84th episode of Woke and Free. Mm. Quite yeah. the episode discussing all about the Us movie and what it is all about. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing the Woken Free review of Austin, Texas. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode or to share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. We're very active on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube at Woken Free. And if you'd like to sponsor an upcoming episode or talk about a sponsorship deal, again, find us on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode. Make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It's a way of life. Till next time. Yeehaw! Rabbit ass minds.